Hey everyone, Sarah Brown Wessling here from the Council of Chief State School Officers National Teacher of the Year program. And I'm excited to introduce Voices from the Classroom, the State Teacher of the Year podcast. CCSSO's National Teacher of the Year program provides a platform for exceptional educators to elevate issues that affect teachers and their students, to expand their leadership roles, and to inform policy and practice. I was named National Teacher of the Year in 2010, and since then, I've been committed to sharing the stories and elevating the voices of State Teachers of the Year. It is my hope that this podcast will give you insight into the incredible work they do. As we are very much aware, the 2020-2021 school year is so different from anything we could have imagined. Not only do the physical classroom environments look different for students, they feel different as educators navigate responding to two radical changes in our society, the COVID-19 pandemic and the heightened awareness of institutionalized racism. Through this first series, my first lesson of the year, we hope to capture the true essence of the return to school from an educator's perspective. In these episodes, the 2020 State Teachers of the Year will walk us through the ways they are approaching instruction and maintaining a connection with their students in this new environment. You can join the conversation on social media too, by using the hashtag NTOY20 or by visiting us online at ntoy.org. That's N-T-O-Y. Org. Let's begin. Hello, this is Sarah Brown Wesling. Welcome, Lynette Stant. We are so excited to have you here as part of this conversation today. I am so glad to be here. Wonderful. Can you introduce yourself for us? Absolutely. I'm going to introduce myself in my native language first and then in English. So I introduce myself in Navajo to make a connection to other Diné people who, who are in the audience, who possibly might be in the audience. And that's how we uh, connect as family. And so that's really important in my culture. But uh, in English, I am Lynette Stant, and I teach third grade on the Salt River Indian Reservation and have been teaching in Salt River for the past 15 years. I am currently Arizona's 2020 Teacher of the Year. Wonderful. So can you tell us about one of the first lessons that you taught this year? Absolutely. I started off my year by teaching a social emotional lesson, um, which is so different than how I've previously taught or started off this school year before. And so the social emotional lesson was really about connecting with students and find out, gauging where they were in the midst of this pandemic because I had not seen students since March. And so, to have a conversation about where they were in the midst of a pandemic was really important. And yes. it was a school-wide um, initiative. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Um, can you tell us how, I mean, I think we kind of can hear, but how is this lesson different than maybe how you would usually start the year? Oh, it was so different. One, it was virtual. So right. um, we didn't get to see students face-to-face, -face, but 
in the past, you know, the school year starts off with so much excitement, kids coming into your room, and, mm-hmm. you know, we're just so happy to see each other after a long summer and getting to know you kind of activities. So starting with a social-emotional lesson was really different because it was, I want to say it was a little somber because mm-hmm. you began to hear some of the, the struggles that students were facing since last March. Some of them had lost right. family members. Some of their family members have, were diagnosed with COVID. Um, and then their whole, hearing about how their whole community had changed, but also how scared they were mm-hmm. about coming back to school. And some, even to this day, are, are really fearful um, about coming back to school. So that was definitely different. It was a different vibe, for sure. For sure. So I know there are so many teachers who are listening, and I just know they're wondering how you created the kind of space virtually and at the beginning of the year and with young learners that would allow them to be so vulnerable and open with you, you know, right at the beginning? I think part of it is my personality. I have a very soft voice. And Uh so um, just my demeanor with students um, probably helped facilitate that space. But also sharing my vulnerabilities Mm. about how I was feeling and what I've experienced since March. And allowing parents to be part of the conversation. You know, I had parents who were sitting with students, having the conversation Mm -hmm. with them. And so, you know, having a child's parent right next to them, they were a little bit more willing, um, feeling a little bit more safe. And which is also different, you know, typically, we don't have parents, you know, the whole day of of the first day of school, but this was a little different. So just really um, creating that calm, calming place and letting them know that validating their feelings and letting them know that they're not, it's not an isolated feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Were there specific questions you asked or did you just kind of open up the conversation? And because you did have, you know, the whole family there, which I think is wonderful as well. You know, it's a different way for us to think about not just having parents working in the same spaces that their kids are learning, but actually inviting everyone to be part of it together. You know, I think by the time I got to see kids in early August, you know, like I said, I hadn't seen them since March. They were so ready to talk to to a teacher. So it really just started with, so how's everybody, how are you doing? I, you know, I've missed you. Um, since March, I haven't seen any kids, and it's so exciting to see you. And then, you know, it just literally opened the floodgates to, to yeah. you know, they're third graders, so they're willing to right. share and talk. Yeah. That's beautiful. Is there anything that you learned about either your students? Well, clearly you learned about how they were doing. Um, is there anything you learned about um, creating that community or the importance of community or even just what it means to teach in a pandemic? Oh my gosh, I think the biggest lesson I've learned is how important it is to connect with families, mm-hmm. if not weekly, but daily. some need daily check-ins, but yeah. also being willing to be flexible with this learning platform because 
not all families are ready. I think there's an assumption that everybody knows how to use an online platform, how to, you know, manipulate through, say, something like Class Dojo, um, how to open an uh, online document and write on a document. And so there's that assumption. So I've really learned some patience. And, you know, sometimes there's days when it's the same family reaching out for help. And even though you've showed them over and over, they still need that support every single day. And so what I've learned is that how important it is to connect with families. And, and I'm definitely going to carry this on past the pandemic. Right. Um, you know, I've always connected with families, but not mm -hmm. so, I guess, intimately that we're hearing <laughs> what they really need and, and, mm -hmm. You know, I have, so I teach ELA reading, mm -hmm. and collectively I have um, 36 students, but I have a homeroom students of, of 12. And right. so with my 12 students, really looking, almost every single one of them have an individual learning uh, format. Sure, sure. Yeah. And really being able to pay attention to that. Yeah. You know, I just, I was going to say, if there is anything that's positive about teaching through a pandemic is really being able to individualize um, work and, and meet the family's needs. I mean, it, it definitely takes a lot of time and, and effort, but it's so valuable because they definitely right. need it. Yeah. And I love that you're seeing that, you know, seeing the positive. It's so easy to focus on the things that are challenging and difficult and frustrating. And I love the way that you are surfacing the, the parts of this that we um, can learn from and hang on to. Yes. And I think it's so important to take your lesson about thinking about whole families, right? Not just students and parents separately, but thinking about whole families and how we are all in this community together. We are all part of this together. So. Absolutely. And at third grade, there's, they still need parental support when it comes sure. to um, working on, on in a digital platform. Yeah. You know, they're not as independent as, say, a sixth grader or a high school student. So they yeah. still need support. So you definitely have to include the family in that discussion. Yeah. This is just wonderful. Thank you so much for your time and your insights. I know these are going to be so valuable for so many teachers. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the first series of Voices from the Classroom, the State Teacher of the Year podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Council of Chief State School Officers National Teacher of the Year program. It's our honor to elevate the voices of educators across the country and provide them with a national platform to amplify their message and advocate on behalf of their students and colleagues. Please share these lessons on social media with the hashtag NToy20. That's hashtag NTOY20. Let's keep the conversation going.